0: Friends, fiends, rapscallions, I know what you all must be thinking every time an episode is released of Easily Irritated. I'm sure you're all thinking, God, Mike is my favorite comedian. I love his stand-up. I love his podcast. I love Mike McCowan. I just wish I could have a podcast myself. I wish that people would want to listen to me talk. I wish, you know, I'm passionate about... JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Maybe I should start a podcast on that. But who's going to listen? And then I'm creating all this work, all this effort to just shout into the void? No, that doesn't sound fun. But here's where you're wrong, my friends. There's a magical little platform called Anchor. And it's everything you need or anything you want to create a podcast. It's completely free and there's creation tools To make it easy and fun for you to be able to do it literally anywhere you can do it from your phone you can do it from your computer you can hold up your phone like you're talking to a friend and you're actually reporting a podcast and the audio is amazing this is what i used when i first started my podcast and it is a great app it's a great platform and the best thing about it is you upload your podcast send it away and anchor Will upload it for you onto all the streaming platforms, onto Spotify, onto Applecasts, anywhere that you can listen to podcasts, you'll be able to hear your podcast. I'll be able to listen, you could send me your podcast and I'll listen to it. Anyway, you're probably still thinking, I don't know, I'm a little on the edge here, I'm a little on the fence. Because even if I do create a podcast, who's going to listen? I'm never going to make money. Off the podcast, not like you do. But see, this is where you're also wrong, my little wolf pups. With Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You don't have to reach 500 people. You could reach one dude in South Carolina that lives in his mom's basement, and he never wears pants. He only wears tidy whities all the time, and his mom brings him oatmeal when he's hungry. And corn dogs, because who doesn't love corn dogs? It doesn't matter if that guy is your one and only fan. Because with Anchor, you don't have to have a minimum listenership. You could have one guy, two guys, 500 guys, 1,000 guys. It doesn't matter. You'll still make money off your podcast by reading ads, much like I'm doing now. There's no minimum listenership. That's what's great about Anchor. It's everything you need literally in one place to make a podcast. Now, listen closely and I'll tell you how to do it, all right? It's super complicated. You might want to take some notes. Step one, open up your smartphone or iPhone. Go to the app store and type in anchor.fm. Click the download button and get your podcast started. It's that easy. All right, now enjoy the show. Sorry to take a little break. I know we just had an ad, but I really do need to tell you. I need to further instill my point. You know, we live in a time of some craziness, all right? There's some riots going on, there's a COVID 19 virus going on, there's all this talk about defunding the police department. I'm sure you want to give your opinions out there. Shout them out there. You know, get some following behind you. You know, up the morale a little bit in society in America. God knows we could all have a little content that would let us, you know, escape from all the awfulness in the world. Surely this podcast doesn't do it for you. So create your own, all right? When I was first trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. One being, am I going to have to upload my podcast to each platform individually? To Spotify, to Apple, to everywhere? Because that's that's going to be super annoying and I don't want to do that. Well, that's when I heard about Anchor. It's a one-stop, all-you-need-to-create-a-podcast. They upload You upload it onto Anchor. Oh, here's my little podcast. I'm talking about riots and what flavor ice cream I like. I send it into Anchor. They upload it. And they distribute it for me on Spotify, Apple, everywhere. You can listen to a podcast. You will hear about Easily Irritated. It is that awesome. But here's another question I had. Will I ever make money? Like, Let's say I do develop a fan following. Will I make money? Will I be able to apply for sponsors? But here's what I didn't know. Is you don't even have to have a minimum listenership with Anchor. No. You can make p- money from your podcast right away. I don't. I wouldn't expect a lot of money. But, you know, two cents from every listener, that adds up, you know? So... The answer to every one of these questions is simple. Anchor, all right? Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with the great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcasts. Why have advertisers, oh, this is for hymns. If you were uh, losing your hair and your dick doesn't work, come here and use my code word. They're not going to match you up with randos like that, okay? They know your podcast. Advertisers, advertisers, advertisers know your demographic, all right? They know the message you're trying to get out, and they will match sponsors to you, to the content that you offer. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, all you have to do, it's its not complicated at all. First of all, open up the App Store on your smartphone or your iPhone, right? Type in anchor.fm. That's ancho Dot FM slash start. And, uh... You'll get started, you'll make your podcast, you'll make money. Maybe you might even become Rogan legendary. The Joe Rogan experience might even fail to comparison Have how massive your show is, mans. Dudes, whoa mans. Join the revolution of podcasting. Now, back to the show. This episode is brought to you by ordered chaos comedy club it's a uh improv company mostly online on twitch ordered chaos and on facebook that's o-r-d-e-r-e-d-c-h-a-o-s obviously there's a space in between those my good friend uh is uh in the troop, and his name's Brandon Caraco. They do a um, every uh, second Thursday or something like that. Check out the page. I'll read you the, the description. Ordered chaos provides an energy similar to the current world. Weird circumstances, odd timing, and playful characters genuinely trying their best to get by. Dedicated to being affected. These trashy thespians are happy to find the laughter within the mess. Check them out at Ordered Chaos on Facebook and Twitch. And uh, they seem to be pretty popular, you know. About uh, 3.4 thousand, apparently. It's pretty nice. And he's a good friend of mine, he's very funny. I don't know uh, some of the other members, but, you know, anything Brandon does, I'm a fan. It's one of my favorite comics to watch. So check them out. Check out the Twitch at Ordered Chaos. And uh, check them out on Facebook. They do Facebook Lives. Anyway, back to the show. Easily Irritated was not recorded in front of a live studio audience, but rather a captive audience of pop figurines and porcelain dolls. you're feeling frustrated or constipated or maybe you've just masturbated well it's time for some giggles and it's time for some laughs and easily irritated hello my sweet beautiful wolf pups my wolf children my children of the night it's your host Mike Templeton McCowan. Thinking about just leaving off the McCowan There's a lot of C's, a lot of confusing letters in it. McCowen That's three like like syllables, you know Templeton, it's easy to spell, it's easy to say. It's my middle name, why not? You know? Mike Templeton T E M P L E T O N the sun's just draining all my energy out. It took my dog on a walk, and it's 102 outside. That's too hot. That is just too hot, you know? Anyway, it's my birthday on Sunday. Not usually super stoked about my birthday, but, you know, it's been a weird year. It's been an all right year. It's been cool Finally have a house of my own. Finally have my own studio at home. You know, it's cool. No people in there. Don't live with my parents. 30 years old, a grown-ass man. I'm not in jail currently, so that's cool. Not that I wanted to do before. I mean, I thought that was the whole purpose of having a medical marijuana card, but I guess not. I guess it gives them a reason to poke the poke-a-pokey stick. Anyway... My family was going to go camping, but I guess, I mean, fortunately, they're deciding to stay for my birthday and visit me. So that's nice. At least they're caring and loving. How I feel about birthdays is I see a lot of people my age throwing birthday parties for themselves. I don't like it, all right? You're a grown-up. You don't do that, all right? Ever since you were a kid, people throw birthday parties for you. That's how you know how many people love you in life, all right? If you're throwing birthday parties for yourself, you're just a sad, poor, pathetic excuse of a person, and you need to grow up, all right? If uh, nobody's willing to throw you a party or a surprise party without your knowledge or someone asks, hey, we're going to throw a little birthday party for you. If you bring it up, then you're a loser, right? On your birthday, if you're sad, alone and nobody's, you know, calling you, wanting to hang out and do stuff, all you get is Facebook messages. Happy birthday, best wishes. Hope your birthday's an awesome day. Hope it's the best one ever. Those don't count. Those aren't real, right? What's real is your phone actually ringing. You pick up your phone. You answer it. And it's your friend or a family member or maybe a co-worker. I'll give you that. Even a neighbor who's like, hey, you know what? Let's go out for a drink. You know what? We're quarantined. Let's go in for a drink. Let's just stopping by the house or calling you on the phone and, you know, talking about your birthday is something. All right? That's a little more than a Facebook message. But if you throw yourself a birthday party, you Get out of here, all right. put on Put on a racing helmet, all right? Put on that racing helmet, strap it in. Put on that jumpsuit, all right? Put on your little neck guard so you don't get whiplash. Strap into that race car and blast off into a wall at 120 miles per hour. because that's what you deserve you lived your whole life up to whatever birthday this is and you have no friends wanting or family wanting to celebrate your birthday on your birthday you need to make better life decisions brosephs sistery sif i don't think it works with the things with the sistery things anyway i always felt like people calling people sister is weird Like, bro's just kind of like, it's like into our lexicon. Like, it's normalized. But I feel like if you walk up to someone, you're like, hey, what's up, sister? It's just creepy. Doesn't matter who's saying it. Girls, too. Girls are creepy. What's up, sister? next band, you might ever hear. To rob your soul of this might be a pretty bad sin, to be honest. So you might not want to take that risk. Just listen to the full two and a half minutes. You'll thank me one day. But if you do want to skip forward, now would be the time. And go. And Ricky Horror singing with Chris Motionless for the first time. Well, they've sang together before, but that's the thing about that band, man. They were all lead singers put together. Like they were all came together. They were all lead singers in other bands. Ghost, the bass player, he was. Uh, did, he did the lows for uh, the low screams for Ice Nine Kills. He's dope, man. He he wears like different costumes and everything to different all the different shows dresses up like a uh, beetlejuice and you know jet jason all those uh, horror characters that's the thing motionless in this moment corn they're all like major productions like they're not just music like they've got mascots they've got you know flamethrowers they've got those uh the grinders that throw out the sparks and stuff Like it's a show It's more than just the music But man was I expecting Their song Because they're releasing uh, Their first album was the Creatures album And uh, They're I'll release all the song information In the description as well But man It's a good first start That album's looking pretty dope Man pretty dope I also liked their version of uh, um, Somebody Told Me It was pretty cool as well You know, I've been a big motionless and white fan For a pretty long time I've been to Every time they've been here in Arizona Except for twice One of those times it was because I was still in jail And it was literally the day before I was released uh, For that four month stint last year For the marijuana DUI. And then. Because I didn't know about them yet. And it's still a pretty big regret. You know. The jail thing. Can't do anything about that. But the not knowing about it. That's just ignorance. And I don't stand for it. Although. uh, My friend Austin's the one who saw him. And introduced me to him. But. uh, They opened up for a day to remember. And if you've heard A Day to Remember, which you probably have if you listen to my podcast where I talk shit about Machine Gun Kelly, even though I like Machine Gun Kelly, it's just lately he's a little gay, you know? Where's the fiery rapper? Bring him back. You know? Punk pop shit. I mean, you do whatever you want. You got the money, you got the means. Next Door Neighbors with Travis Barker. Why wouldn't you release a punk pop album? You can do whatever you want. You're dating Megan Fox. You kick out windshields of Lamborghinis in Hollywood while you're shit-faced drunk and nothing happens to you. But really shows the differences in our life. I smoke a joint and 10 hours later still get a DUI because it's in my blood. You're shit-faced through Hollywood, and people think it's funny. Trends, even, on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter, but I've been told. yeah. I'm surprised by uh, all the social media I'm not on. Podcasting, I feel like, is my social media. Maybe TikTok, you know? Maybe YouTube, eventually. Put this podcast on YouTube. But, I don't know. The Twitter thing feel like uh it sounds like my type of personality might get attacked for jokes but you can't tell on uh on texting you know that's why i don't like texting a lot with people and i don't know i judge a lot with just communicating in general I don't have any right to probably but you know that that's just what makes me me. You know, I'm single, dating girls and stuff. When I talk to people, like if you give me a one word reply always, I'm just not going to talk to you anymore, right? It's not going to it's I I'm I'm talking to you to learn information about you if you're not going to add information the basic rule of improv then i'm out because in improv training we were taught add information you're not adding information i don't want any part of this weird word exchange how are you cool cool that's told me nothing about you You ask me what I'm doing, I'll tell you. I'll tell you, it might not be exactly what I'm doing at that time, to be perfectly honest with you. But it will be things that I do often, that I usually do around the time I was asked. You know? Sometimes I'll be perfectly honest when I'm doing i fluff it up, though. But other times, I'm just trying to add information to let them know this is a little about my personality. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you can't. Anyway, just throwing it out there. But text messages, they can go dirty, too. They can cause fights in relationships. Like... You can, that's why I prefer, like, I like the voice recording thing, where you send people, like, a voice message through text. I think that's pretty nifty. It's like a walkie-talkie, and I dig it. Or, fucking pick up the phone and call me. I was like the wild thornberries, but less cool. Less cool. Because my parents are realtors. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) My parents were cooler. They both had college degrees, but guess what they did? They farmed. Yeah,
0: but they were Mennonites, right? Yeah, they were Mennonites. I wasn't sure if I was allowed to say that or not.
1: You weren't, but hey, it's done. What's oh, done sorry. is done. Oh, I <laughs> asked
0: you in the beginning if there's anything that I was supposed to say. I could, uh, cut, I could take that was That was a out. given.
1: Oh, I could no, take that No, out. no, 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 no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned to accept myself and own my heritage. I think that's cool, though. Yeah. It took me a while. Oh. It really did, but.
0: So, I do have a question about that, if I'm allowed. Go for it. Is Rush Springer real? It is, but, but Hollywood blows that's... it up a lot.
1: Oh, okay. Actually, the first film I was on was um, *Leaving Amish Paradise*, a BBC documentary that came to our farm filmed, okay. and that one is a great one to watch because it's very real. They used real people, real Amish people, real Mennonite people. On text
0: sounds way worse. I sound like way me. I'm sure for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like. Your Rush Springer's probably not very wild. It doesn't seem like. (laughs) Wait, what? I feel like Hollywood blows up Rush Springer. Is that how you say it?
1: Room Springer.
0: Room Springer.
1: There you go. Get that Amish accent in there. I can start talking Amish just a bit, you know? (laughs) If you want me to. That's literally how they talk. No, Canadian's more like... Oh, no, I'm not going to try it, you know? (laughs) It can't die, Hmm. Yeah.
0: It's almost like European with a, like, a little bit of like Minnesota.
1: Yeah, possibly. Hmm. <laughs> possibly. That's the Lancaster Amish. That's how they oh, talk. That's cool. Yeah. But for the Amish Amish, like I was Mennonite, so I wasn't Amish. But the Amish room spring is definitely a thing. Kids turn 16, they go out, drink, and party. Then once they turn 18, they come back, join the church, get married, and they're good little Amish people for the rest of their life.
0: See, I thought my parents were like country people, like cowboy type people, because they had horses and chickens.
1: And then you met me.
0: Yeah, and then you were in the car with me, and you're like, oh, I heard you had chickens. And I was like, yeah, I have three of them. And you're like, oh, I had 60,000. 90,000. Like, oh,
1: 90,000. 90,000. Yeah, you're close. Yeah. It's like,
0: oh, oh, I'm not a cowboy at all. <laughs> and how many horses did you have? <laughs> three.
1: Okay, I had nine. <laughs> all right. That's a little, little closer. I didn't have 90,000 horses. I wish.
0: Well, still, you could probably, you said you ride bareback and stuff. Oh, yeah. So you're still a better rider than me. I
1: have me. an unfortunate story about that. One time I was riding and my horse ran me under a peach tree and it oh. caught me under the neck and I was hanging from the tree while she ran right out from underneath me. Yeah.
0: A friend did that to me when he had horses when we were kids, but we were living in California and uh, he told me to duck and I was like, what?
1: <laughs> <Boom>. <laughs> oh, duck. You said duck. <laughs> oh,
0: you meant from the tree. That's bending across the road. Okay. Yeah. What is that? I see those things all the time. Like the little dog tag things on the trees. They have like numbers.
1: It's the years of how old the tree is. Oh, is it really? I don't know.
0: <laughs> That'd be cool.
1: 489. Yeah, fair I enough. feel like
0: that's a big tree for 489.
1: We could cut it down and count its rings. Yeah. I've done that before. Yeah. One time, I cut down a tree with a chainsaw and it started falling on me. And my dad went running across the woods and pushed it. Or else it would have fallen on me and smashed me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I've had many, many, many near-death experiences.
0: Like how many?
1: Oh, my. I don't think I've ever counted. But definitely double digits.
0: I almost died of pneumonia once. Yeah. And I was in a car accident, but I guess it, it tipped over, but I was fine. Okay. So... Two?
1: Two. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, right
0: when I was born, too, because I, I had a double hernia or whatever it's called. Double hernia, where wow. Where you, like come out the wrong way.
1: Yeah. Um, when I was born, I had the cord wrapped in my neck several times. Oh, damn. I was very, very blue. And if I would have stayed till my due date, I would have died. So I guess oh. that might be a near-death experience. I yeah. I don't know.
0: We were both pretty much born dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but we weren't. <laughs> We weren't. Plot twists. <laughs> Imagine how awful the world would have been without us on it.
0: Right? I feel yeah. that way about my friends all the time. Yeah. Whenever I feel that I'm way about myself sad, all the time. You're like, maybe I should end it all. No, yeah. I can't do that to those poor people.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they need me.
1: It's the thing that keeps you going. Yeah. We all have to have our thing that keeps us going.
0: Yeah, you're like, if... They didn't see my face every day. They might kill themselves. They might, or they might kill start themselves. like a yes. domino spree. I can't.
1: Yes. Do that. Oh, and before we know it, the world would be wiped out. The population.
0: No. Nope.
1: Become a widespread trend. Yeah. Moral of the story: Don't kill yourself. Thank I feel,
0: you. I feel like you could be president.
1: Oh, If Donald
0: Trump could be president, you could easily definitely. be
1: president. Definitely. If Hillary could run for presidency.
0: I would be afraid to live in the world with me <laughs> as president. With
1: you as president. <laughs> I wouldn't because 'cause I'd be president.
0: First rule: no more money. We only pay in candy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Second rule: no more teeth. Only candy corn. <laughs>
0: there are no more dentures. <laughs> why do you need? Why do you need teeth? They just give you cavities. Exactly. Them
1: with candy. Exactly. Many people have taken that literally, unfortunately.
0: Uh, my my cousins were like that. Uh, were. Um, had two uh girl cousins and they were um like as babies they were given like soda and stuff like that and all their teeth rotted out yeah all their baby teeth but like not their adult teeth but still
1: yeah my amish friend happened to him one day really? he comes to church shows up and smiles he had no teeth in his mouth not one blessed tooth
0: whoa that happened to a friend of mine but he was playing uh uno uh-huh. no he's pl- yeah yeah he was playing uno uh like a card game uh-huh. thing uh-huh and um, his friend got really mad and um, and threw something at him. And it knocked out his front tooth.
1: Moral of the story, never play Uno. It's a dangerous game. If you want to keep your teeth, do play I'm super
0: Uno. competitive. I'm strangely competitive over that Pokemon Go thing. I oh, yeah? I think I would be either.
1: Have you ever played spoons?
0: It sounds familiar. What is it?
1: You have cards. And when you get a match, you grab spoons. And there's one less spoon than people. So someone's fighting over the last spoon. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's very, very dangerous. (laughs) I do not recommend it unless you're in full hockey gear.
0: (laughs) People actually physically fight (laughs) over the spoon? Oh, my.
1: Yeah, you would not believe what people will go through to get a hold of a silver spoon.
0: I've heard of uh, people playing, like, that reminds me of, like, the dollar game that you hear, like, uh, shit kids do when they're in college.
1: The dollar game. It's, it's,
0: don't, I don't ever recommend it But um, it really pisses off the wait staff. But if you do it at a Denny's Who cares, Denny's are garbage But um, lay a stack of dollar bills Maybe like ten dollars okay. On the table For every time the waiter fucks up Someone pulls away a dollar
1: <laughs> It's really awesome. mean
0: to do I've That's never awesome. done it personally But my cousin told me about it And I was like You know, I respect it Yeah <laughs> If I was the waiter, I would be pissed.
1: Yeah, but, <laughs> but if I you're... also want to fuck up. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: I did that. I did know that's that's a lie. I did do that when I was a uh, delivery driver, at a uh, for like um. I had a lot of part time like day jobs. Yeah. You you get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I do. I was a waiter. And one time I dropped a menu on a lady's toe, and she cried. She broke down and cried on the spot. Sobbed. A menu. Which, okay, I'll give it to her. She had open-toed shoes. Oh, damn. But still. (laughs) Which (laughs) way? I don't know.
0: You're leading. I follow you.
1: Okay. Yeah, it was very unfortunate. I almost got sued.
0: That happened to me. I I worked at Michael's Arts and Crafts, and I dropped an M. I think... It was a light box. I think it was maybe an empty box on a lady's head. <laughs> and it was, it was my last day my t- after my two weeks notice. And she was just like, I want to talk to your manager. I'm going to get you fired. And I was like, good luck. My name is Mike McCowan and this is my last day anyway. So. Peace
1: out. <laughs> <laughs> I was riding on an airplane to Bolivia and I had a bottle of water that was pressurized and it had a spout. Yeah. So I go to open the water and it shoots straight up in the air and straight down on the head of the lady in front of me. And she was in a deep, deep slumber. And she jerked awake with a start and she's like, ¿Qué pasa? ¿Qué pasa? ¡Tan mucho agua! <laughs> and she turns around and I am laughing so hard. I can't breathe. And I can't speak enough Spanish to tell her I'm so sorry. My water's pressurized. I couldn't think of that in Spanish. Yeah. So I just say, Lo siento, lo siento. And I'm laughing too hard for her to take me seriously. <laughs> Oh, unfortunate day.
0: <laughs> I, Spanish is so literal, though. Yeah. Because, like, I was watching a movie with my uh, with my parents and my brother. And- Haunt people go there. All the people in charge of the huge haunted houses. They got all the new test things and the scary and all the monsters and blood. It's like monster blues on steroids. It's a maze. It's a maze the craze. It's a lot of fun shit. Happened this summer. But stay cool. Stay out of the heat. Don't get bit by a rattlesnake. That'd be a bummer. Anyway, skis. rambling now. I'll let you go. My beautiful wolf children of the night. Use your words. Attack wisely. There ain't no time for no dumb people. This has been Mike McCowan with Easily Irritated. As always, stay tuned for every Monday. Thank you for listening, and if you enjoy the show, tell a friend. Wolf Pups, I almost forgot. June 7th was the best day. I worked, but when I got done doing comedy spots, I went directly to my friend's house. Do you know what I found, friends? Do you know what I found? Motionless in white, that is who is singing the song in today's intro. Motionless in white, their new album disguise. It's amazing. The song that's on the intro is called Headaches. I uh, sadly, sadly feel for this song. It's like, oh, I was like, ah, feel like this is me a lot of the time. Every every song on their album is just so dirty. It's so dirty and just delicious. You should love it. A lot of horror-inspired things. They have one called The Undead Ahead 2, The Tale of the Midnight Ride, about Sleepy Hollow. How fucking badass is that? Come on! Who doesn't like a good horror story every now and again and through metalcore industrial metalcore ah chris motionless's voice is just so perfect he's such a sexy man with that leather jacket spikes on it shaved heads in the side like a gothic madonna it's very Marilyn Manson-y, some people say, but he's got a better voice than Marilyn. All of them. Ricky Horror. All of them. I got a signed poster by Motionless. My favorite band. Beautiful. feel like they receive a lot of judgment based off how they looked. A lot of gothic weirdos up there. But no. Musical geniuses is what they are. So I would look up their album on Spotify or YouTube or whatever you get. Music and shit. Because it is, if you like metalcore, even if you like hard rock. If you like hard rock, you like motionless and white. Trust it from me. Alright, your goblin king. From Mike McCown, your cult leader. Alright, and as your cult leader, I am telling you, check out motionless and white's album it's not even an ad this is not an ad i know it sounds like an ad but i want you to be on the same page of awesomeness as this is all right that fuel my soul since creatures their first album And if you're going to be a part of this cult you need to be familiar with everything mike mccown loves batman sure the flash sure comic books in general sure fuck marvel But motionless and white monsters, horror movies, if you're not on board, then you jump off that ship, my friends. There's nothing better than blood, all right? Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino has his own copyrighted color for his blood that he uses. He has his own copyrighted color with his own name. Come on. How much more amazing do you have to get? Anyway, skis, my babes, my beauties, this has been Mike McCowan with Easily Irritated. And until next Monday, I'll see you guys later. I'm out.